Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Pastor Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. I want to welcome you to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. Friends, I just want to say thank you so much for all of you that helped support uh, the trip to Poland and to Kenya. So much was accomplished in those nine days. I tell you what, I've never crammed so much into nine days as we did with this trip. All total, there was around 62 hours of time either in an airport or in an airplane over that nine days, but it was so worth it. Uh, We're there in Gdynia, Poland for four days and then in Kasumu, Kenya for three days. Uh, in Poland, we were doing a deal for Rama, uh, Rama Bible Training Center is opening up a new campus in Poland, which is going to open up next year. And so we were there to kind of kickstart some things for Rama. Uh, had some tremendous results that we'll talk to you about in a few minutes. And then also went down to uh, Kasumu, Kenya for Rama, uh, holding a faith conference there. We had a man that was deaf in his left ear that was healed. It was really, really amazing. Uh, but I just want to say thank you for all our partners for helping to make that take place and happen and be so successful. If you're not one of our partners, I would encourage you to do that. Uh, you know, a lot of times people think that it has to be a large amount. I've been telling people, hey, if you could do $5 a month, that'd be huge because $5, uh, that covers the cost of one of these books. We're also about to release here in about three more months. We're going to release a brand new book about the life of God. I'm so excited about it, something we've been working on for several years. And to see it uh, finally coming to fruition is going to be really great. One more thing before we get started. We're going to be talking about healing blind eyes in this podcast. I'm really excited about it. But right before we get into that, I want to tell you about something new we're going to be starting. And it's going to be called the Healing Academy. Uh, this is going to be conducted through video and on well at, uh, online as well as doing it live. Uh, the live sessions, they can be held over the course of about two to three days. So if you're a pastor and you'd like for us to come and hold this for your staff or for your church, please let us know. You can go to our website, chackgonzalez.com, and let us know. Uh, I just want to let you know it is not about the money. We cover all of our costs uh, through this. We just want to see the ministry of healing flowing in the church once again. My focus is on the everyday believer flowing with God, flowing in the supernatural in the marketplace and at home. Yes, we want to see the miracles and healing taking place in church, but it's not just about church in the building. It's supposed to be taking place in the streets and in the supermarket and the movie theater, the gas station. We want to see people flowing in these things in a very, very natural and a very normal way. And so if you'd like to host that event, let us know. We would love to come do that. And uh, over the next few months, we're going to be getting the videos together, and uh, those will be available uh, to view and download as well. So we're really excited about that. Be on the lookout for that and the brand new book over the next couple of months. So let's get into our episode for today, talking about the healing of blind eyes. Now, I don't know about you, but when you think about blind eyes being healed, it seems like a pretty big deal. I mean, it seems like it's a bigger deal than, you know, a snotty nose being healed or uh, someone that has some back pain or maybe the flu or a fever or something like that. But the reason that one seems bigger than the other, it's not because that they really are. It's simply because that in our mind, 
they're big. And what I have found over the years is that if something is big to me in my mind, it's going to be hard for me. Uh, you could say it like this, the bigger something is in your mind, the harder it's going to be for you. And so what we have to do is we have to do what Paul told us in Romans chapter 12. He said that we, he doesn't want us to be conformed to this world. Don't be conformed to this world's way of thinking. Because if you're conformed to this world's way of thinking, you're going to get the world's way of results. And we don't want the world's results. And quite honestly, I don't even want the results that most of the church is getting either because the results of the church basically equal the results of the world. Nothing. And I'm not satisfied with nothing. And I'm not satisfied with 50% results. I'm not satisfied with 95. I want the standard of Jesus to be my standard. And so that's what we're going after. And although we've seen great, great results over the years and we're continuing to see them increase, I'm not satisfied until it matches exactly up with the standard of Jesus. And so to accomplish that and for that to happen, we need to renew our mind uh, so that we're being conformed uh, to the world that we're from, the world of heaven, so that we can prove out what the will of God is in heaven and prove it here on the earth. And so there's got to be some renewing of the mind. And so, you know, for me, for a long time, eyes were a big deal. It doesn't matter. It didn't matter if it was totally blind eyes or someone that was nearsighted. For whatever reason, the eyes uh, were a big deal. Ears were a big deal to me. Now, there's some areas in the area of healing that, I mean, in my mind, I've conquered them. It doesn't matter who it is, how long it's been, how bad the situation is. In those areas in my mind, I've beat them. I've conquered them. And I know that when I go to minister to that person, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, I've got it whipped. And so I get a result every single time. And yet there's been other areas that I have had to work on. You know, deaf ears used to be a big deal for me in my mind. Now it's nothing. It, I don't, it doesn't seem like anything to me. And so uh, we're pretty much seeing results in that every single time. Well, another area that I had to work on was the blind eyes. I, just eye issues for whatever reason it was a big deal in my mind and I'll never forget the very very first time that I ministered to someone that was blind it was the first weekend of November in 2006 Lacey and I we had started our first church in College Station Texas uh, we'd been going uh, just a little over two months and I remember this elderly woman showed up at our church for the first time and I had gotten a word of knowledge about someone in regards to their uh, their liver and a bad doctor's report. And so at the very end of the service, I was laying hands on this lady, ministering to her. And when we got done, I looked up and there was an elderly woman standing to her left. And I walked up to her and I said, ma'am, what can we do for you? And she said, well, I'm blind. And I said, what do you mean you're blind? And she said, I'm blind. Well, on the inside of, you know, in my mind, I, I instantly jumped back about 10 feet. It scared me. I'd never ministered to a blind woman. I, I'd, I'd never done anything like that. And it just seemed just huge, just massive. And I said, what do you mean you're blind? And she said, I can't see. And so for, for a brief fleeting moment there, I mean, on the inside, I, I'm going crazy. But, you know, you got you to gotta keep your face straight and you got to act like you know what you're doing. Because, you know, we're there to inspire faith for people, not inspire doubt and unbelief. And so... I didn't show what I was feeling on the inside, but if I would have shown what I was feeling on the inside, I guarantee nothing would have happened because 
what I was feeling on the inside, it would have it would have inspired so much unbelief in that place. People probably wouldn't have come back. But I grabbed hold of my mind, grabbed hold of my thoughts, and I said, all right, we're going to lay hands on you. So we laid hands on her, and I said, all right, tell me what you can see. Now, I almost said, you know, can you see? But I caught myself. You know, we don't have uh, time to go into it, but there's a there's a story Kenneth E. Hagan tells, uh, and one of his books is a chapter called If the Badge of Doubt. I'd encourage you to find it and read it. Because that story came into my mind. I was just about to say, can you see anything? And instantly I was reminded of that story. The Holy Spirit reminded me of it. And it it made me bite my tongue and change what I said. And so instead of saying, can you see anything? I said, what can you see? And she said, well, she said, it's real grainy. She said, "Uh, everything's in black and white. It's real grainy, but I can kind of see a little bit. Now remember, she couldn't see anything. When I heard that, that got me excited. And so I laid hands on her again. I put the power of God in there. I said, tell me what you can see. And she said, well, now I can see the outline of your tie. I had a suit and tie on that day. She said, I can see the outline of your tie, but she said, it's still really fuzzy. Well, instantly, I don't know how else to describe it, but it was just like somebody dropped a blanket on, on my head and my shoulders. Like I just knew instantly. I knew that I knew that I knew she was going to walk out of there seeing perfectly. I didn't realize it at the, at the time, but it was a gift of faith in operation. I mean, I would have been willing to bet every paycheck for the next year. I knew she was going to walk out of there healed. I said, well, Jesus laid hands on the blind man twice. I'll do it three times. And I told her, I said, she's going to walk out of here seeing with perfection. And so I laid hands on her. 28 years old. We've been pastoring our church for two months now. First time I've ever ministered to a blind woman, blind person. Laid hands on her. For the third time, I said, ma'am, what can you see? And she began to describe all the colors and the and the and everything in my tie and, and, and the design of my suit. And at that point, I just took off running around that little auditorium. I was so excited. Everybody was screaming and hollering. We were shouting and praising God. I was so excited that we had, we had seen that blind woman get healed. And so that certainly will inspire faith for you. And that just set that in another situation with this little boy that got healed of Hodgkin's disease, uh, those two situations, I mean, it propelled us on the path that we are on right now. But even from that point, even though we had that happen, the, the issue of eyes, I had to work on that for years, and it's still something I've been working on. But what I've seen over the years is that the healing of blind eyes has gotten easier and easier and easier. And it's not that the power has necessarily increased. It's simply that I've been renewing my mind to the fact that this is something easy. You know, in Romans chapter 6, uh, Apostle Paul said that, you know, we have to reckon ourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the very beginning of that, he said, likewise. And the reason he says likewise, because he was talking about Jesus. And he's, and basically what he's telling us was that Jesus was having to renew his mind. And you see with Jesus. Now, you, you know, I always remind you of this. But remember, Jesus is doing life as a man filled with God, united with God, anointed by God. But he's doing life as a man. And as a man, he was constantly having to renew his mind to the realities of God, the realities of heaven. So that the things of heaven seem more real to him than the things 
uh, on this earth. You know, if we want to see the realities of heaven become real to us and see them on the earth, we have to start seeing from the perspective of heaven. And that's why you see Paul saying Colossians chapter 3, 1 through 3, he says, set your mind on the realities of heaven. You know, begin to see from where you're seated and where you're from that you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ and God. We've got to continue renewing our mind and seeing ourselves as dead to sin, dead to the results of sin, dead to the effects of sin, and alive unto God. So that means if we're alive unto God and we're dead to sin, that means anything that we see, anything that we stand before on this earth, it's dead to us. In other words, we are the master. It is the slave. We are the one with the authority. And so I've said this for years that it's not that you and I have an equipment problem. It's not an equipment problem at all. We have an awareness of problem. We're not truly aware of who we are, who we're one with. We're not aware of the equipment that we have. That's why you see the Apostle Paul say in Ephesians chapter 1, 15 through 21, when he's praying for the church, you don't find him praying for God to give us more power. What you do find Paul praying is for God to open our eyes and help us to understand the power that we have. And it's the same power that raised up Jesus from the dead. So it's not a lack of power. It's not a lack of equipment. It's not faulty equipment. We don't have the awareness of who we are and what we have that we should. And so that's why we have to renew our mind. And that's why we have to see things from from the perspective of heaven. That's why we have to spend time with the Father, fellowshipping with Him, so that we can say, just like Jesus, what I see the Father do is what I do. And what I hear the Father say, that's what I say. And so when it comes to the issue of of blind eyes, we have to do that because I can guarantee you, for most of us uh, that are listening to this right now, blind eyes, it's a big deal. And we need to make what is big on this earth to seem very small in our mind. And the smaller that it gets in our mind, the easier it will be for us and the greater results that we will begin to see. And so that's where we first got started with that, with, with the elderly woman that was blind back in 2006. And yet I've seen it get easier and easier and easier. And so this trip to Poland, uh, we actually had uh, two people that were blind that were healed. Uh, back in March, I had two, uh, two people that were blind and were healed. And then uh, in April, we had uh, somebody that was blind and healed. So, I mean, just this year, just this year, we've had five cases of people that were blind and they were healed. And it was through one-on-one ministering to them, not happening in some huge, massive crusade. Uh, Two of those happened in Poland. Uh, Two happened in Virginia. Uh, One happened in my church in, in Arkansas. And so it doesn't matter the location or anything like that. What matters is what's going on in our mind. So let me tell you about these two cases uh, in Poland. So the, the first was we had a, we did a service Friday night and we did a service Saturday night. And at the end of the service on Saturday night, we had this woman. We, we saw a lot of miracles happen Saturday night. And this woman uh, came up with the pastor and came to talk to me as we're walking out. And I'll just be honest with you. I mean, I was tired. We, we had been going for a while. I was ready to, to go and get some food and go back to the hotel. I was still experiencing jet lag. And so I just I was ready to go. And this lady comes up, and the pastor's interpreting for her, and she says that she's blind uh, in her left eye. And she was want, wanting me to minister to her. Well, again, I'm tired. I'm ready to go. 
and uh, you know, I'm, honestly, I just wasn't feeling anything. I didn't want to mess with it. But I asked her, I said, well, are you going to be here in the morning, the morning service? And she said, yes. And I said, all right, well, if you're going to be here tomorrow, I said, we'll minister to you tomorrow and we'll get it taken care of. Because I just knew, you know, it wasn't a life or death situation. And, you know, physically I was already tired. And I knew that after a good night's sleep, she was going to be there in the morning. It'd be a whole lot easier to get a result. Now, if she wasn't going to be there that next morning, then I would have, you know, worked on my mind and my flesh real quick and we would have ministered to her. But... She says she'd be there the next morning, and so I told her we'd deal with it then. And so Sunday morning comes, and I mean, it's like popcorn going off in the place. There's people getting healed all over the place. And she comes up, and I recognized her, and she comes up. And so we laid hands on her, and you know what happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. Well, it made me mad, and so I laid hands on her again. And I, we took authority over that told it to be healed, and you know what happened? Nothing, nothing happened. We laid hands on her a third time, a fourth time. Nothing happened. And I'm telling you, I was ticked. I was getting mad because by this point, it's really, really quiet in the auditorium. Everybody's watching. And, you know, in one sense in the natural, the pressure's on. And not that we're there to, you know, entertain people. And I understand that, you know, I'm not the healer. You're not the healer. Jesus is the healer, but... He's working through us. And there's going to be some times and what you find out if you're a man or you're a mouse. Do you really, really believe this? And so, I, you know, I want to say it was like the fifth or sixth time. I finally just got so perturbed. I put my hands on her head and I yelled and we just took authority. And I said, I told you, I, you open up. And all of a sudden, boom, that eye opened up and she began to see. I mean, she could see nothing out of that eye. She was completely blind. She could see nothing. And like after the fifth or sixth time, that, that eye finally opened up. And so, you know, that one with, uh, back in 2006 with that lady, I laid hands on her three times. This woman, I was fully expecting something. You know, the first time nothing happened. It took me a couple of times, but I finally got the result that we needed. We didn't give up. There were some things that we had to work through there, but we got the result. And of course, you know, there's been times where I've seen uh, the blind eyes. It was obviously a gift of the Spirit in operation. And there's other times it's been simply from the, the standpoint of using my authority and, and, and using my faith uh, for, that, for that individual. And there's been times where it's been a, a kind of a dual working of both of us, putting our faith together. Well, there was another situation that happened right after that. It was a young little girl. And man, this one just blessed me. I, I got a picture her uh, mom sent me and I'm gonna get this thing printed out and put in our office with some of the other wonderful healings that's taking place but this little girl she came up uh, she looked like she was about 10 or 11 years old and she had some thick glasses on now she could see uh, with those glasses but she couldn't see real well and she told me she said I want you to pray for my eyes I want to be able to see and I said well what's going on and her mom was standing there and her mom said well the doctor said that she's going blind and it won't, you know, at some point she's, she'll be totally blind. And without the glasses, she couldn't see hardly anything. Well, I said, darling, take your glasses off. And we laid hands on her and uh, took authority over that, released the power of God. And I said, well, tell me what you can see. And she said, well, it's, you know, nothing's, nothing's really changed. It seems like it's the same. Laid hands on her again. Nothing had really changed in the natural. But I just knew it on the inside. I said, well, I want you to just go home. 
And I said, you're going to see a difference today. I promise you. You're going to see a difference. And I want your mom uh, to message me and tell me uh, what's changed. And I said, but I promise you're going to see some changes today. So that was on Sunday morning. Well, Sunday evening, I get a message on Facebook. And the mom says that uh, when they got home, uh, the, doc- the daughter's eyes had begun to change. And by that evening, she was seeing without the glasses that she was seeing perfectly. So here you have a girl, I mean, thick bottle coat glasses. Could barely see with them, couldn't see anything without them. And doctors said she's going blind. By the time she gets home, there's a change happening in her eyes. And later on that evening, she's seeing even without the glasses. I mean, friends, that's a miracle. And, and what I'm trying to tell you with these stories is that you know, you're not always going to see it. Not every situation is going to be the same and it may not always uh, end the same, you know, with, within the very first few seconds. I've seen a lot of them that's been instantaneous. I've seen some that's been a recovery thing. And I'll just say this about the recovery. It wasn't a recovery over years. It was a recovery either over hours, you know, or a day or two. Uh, let's don't buy into this thing that, you know, Someone's been standing on their healing for their healing. It's been ten years. Well, we got to make sure that we're preaching, you know, an instantaneous type of manifestation. Uh, And if it isn't instant, you know, if it's a recovery deal, uh, this recovery—if you look at the ministry of Jesus—recovery was within you know minutes, hours, you know, a day or two. It wasn't the years thing that we've been uh, teaching people and allowing people to believe. And so I just want you to hear these different testimonies and the fact that, you know, the outcomes were all the same. We got the result, but sometimes it was instant. Sometimes it it was within minutes or hours or days. But the thing is, we're getting results. And just this year, again, just this year, five cases of blind eyes being healed. And yet years before, it had been a really, really hard struggle for me in my mind. But the more that I've renewed my mind, the more that I begin to see things the way that Jesus saw things, the easier these things are getting. And, and so now that I'm starting to get a hold of that area, I'm working on some other areas because we need to be proficient in the fact that every single area, every single thing on this earth, we know in our mind we've conquered it. Those things are dead to us because we are alive unto God and we're seated at the right hand of God. And when we look down at the things of the earth, they're very, very small to us because we are seated in heavenly places with Christ. And all those things are below our feet. And it's up to you and I as ambassadors of heaven, as sent ones from heaven, to represent heaven, to think like heaven, so we can prove the will of heaven on the earth. Well, friends, I hope that helps you. Uh, take some of these things, chew on them, think about them, meditate on them. Take these things, these realities, and make them real in your mind. And the more real they are in your mind, the more results you will see on the earth. Again, friends, partners, I want to say thank you so much for making this podcast available, uh, making the recent trip available, and making it such a success. We have some more trips coming up in the spring, and we're going to be going to England, and we'll be going to India and and some other trips that uh, might possibly be available for people to go along with. So uh, stay in touch with us on Facebook, on YouTube, on our website, chagonzalez.com. Again, if you'd like to partner up with us with Project S and that Europe shall know, please go there and uh, we'll send you one of our books. We'll sign it. And just to say thank you for being a partner with us. We believe that we can do bigger things and greater things together. So 
God bless you, my friends, partners. Thank you so much. Remember that in Christ, we always win. We'll talk to you next month.